takes so long. I got to know uh, Angel um, and Tasha, like a double act. Doing this with you guys is literally like just sitting around chatting with your best friends, like about horror movies you like. Hashtag horror besties. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Voices from the Mausoleum. In today's edition of Horror Bestie Breakdown, Tasha and I are breaking down the 2018 horror thriller Monster Party. We are. Um, you can watch this for free on Plex. Otherwise, you got to pay to rent it. But Plex is free. Just make an account and watch it on there. Um, so this came, yeah, so this came out, what did I say, 2018. It's got a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 74% on Google. Uh, Three thieves plan a daring heist at a mansion dinner party. When their plan goes horribly wrong, the thieves realize the dinner guests are not as innocent as they seem, and their simple cash grab becomes a violent and desperate battle to survive. Yeah, it does. So this has Julian McMahon. Aaron Moriarty, Robin Tunney, Tunney, and who was the other bigger person that I had seen before? There's another person in this that's kind of big. This is like an interesting mix of cast. I think the guy who played Milo, the the instructor or whoever. Oh, oh yes. So that's the guy that plays Wesker in the new Resident Evil series. What the heck is his name? Uh, Lance Reddick. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And then the redheaded guy that plays Cameron, Chester Rushing is familiar as well. It's got a, it's got a few people in it though. But anyway. Yeah, it was a yeah. it was an interesting mix. Yeah. Apparently Bill Ingvall is in it. I may have to go back and look cuz I can't believe I didn't I guess maybe because he was covered in blood. I don't know. Well, and he's not in it. That blows my mind. No, no, he's not. It's weird. Well, the first thing that came up when I searched it was the the money, the the loan shark guy. And I was like, I don't think that's right. But then I went to the scene that Bill Ingvall shared on his Facebook. And it's one of the scenes with the dad. So I think he's the dad. It says the I'll character name is Flash, but I don't remember his dad having a name. Yeah, I don't remember that either. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> we decided we needed Mind to do something slashery. So this was, we talked about, this has come up a couple of times. I had already seen this one. So this was a rewatch for me and a first time watch for you. Right, Tasha? Yep. Yeah, I had not, I hadn't even heard of this one, so. Not that that's super shocking, but <laughs> I actually only heard of it because it literally is a Shutter exclusive. That's not on Shutter anymore, <laughs> um, but it's a Shutter exclusive. So it literally came out on Shutter like when I first got Shutter, and so it was like one. Of those, oh, okay. I think it was the first thing I actually watched on there. I think. Oh. So, so it had been a couple years, obviously, since I'd seen it. But anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so what's, uh, what's your rating? What's your rating? 
for um, Pate? This is a tough one. Um, all right, I'm going to explain first before I give you the number because I don't want you to like get mad at me. So I love. Huh? <laughs> I said you're going to say seven and a half. <laughs> Um, I like I like the premise. I didn't give a fuck about any of the characters. I had a really hard time kind of getting invested in it. Like mm. once things kind of hit the fan, like you know, there were it was it was more fun. Um, yeah. And I like that part of it mm-hmm. and the idea behind it. But if I can't get into the characters, like it's kind of hard for me to. Mm. Kind of stick it out, I guess. Um, I'm I'm going six and a half. Okay. Which I feel like is a little lower than usual, but it just it was so weird because I, I guess can't I didn't, like didn't care, I didn't can't believe you can't, didn't care about any of the characters. I mean, if it didn't hit, it didn't I, hit. But man, it was just yeah. I it I had to like think on this, and I was like, why do I feel this way? And finally, I was like, damn, like, I haven't felt shit when any of these people get murdered. Like, <laughs> any of them. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So it was, oh, yeah, man. But you, that knew- was the, sorry, go ahead. Um, that was just like, and characters are usually such a big thing for me. Um, yeah, that that kind of, like, if I, if I had been able to, like, at least have one character that I, like, really, felt something for um with the idea and everything else that that probably would have bumped it up to like an eight for me but yeah Mm. characters like make and break shit for me if i can't if there isn't a single person in there that i'm like rooting for it's tough Mm. and it's very rare that that happens so I'm a little surprised that it was this one that it happened to. Um, Did you know going into this what the twist was? No. No, I went into it blind. So you didn't know what the people that are in the house are. You didn't know that. No. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I had no idea. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if I was just like in a mood where I just didn't give a shit yesterday or what, but there's, there's usually at least one person where I'm like, yes, you got this. Yeah. That was Casper for me. Um, but I'll talk about Mm -hmm. why later. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's an eight out of 10 for me. Um, I fun mm. horror is very like everyone knows this by now knows this by now. It's a very like weird line for me, but I think that this was a good balance of yeah. everything. And I didn't feel like yeah. it was much one or the other. So I felt like it was a good balance and it was, you know, it's very unique. And this was, this was the movie that came to mind when I watched vicious fun, vicious fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it's, not that they're the same because they're not, but that's that was this was yeah. immediately where my mind went to when you get to that part in Vicious Fun where you realize what's going on. You're like, oh shit! Like that's kind of what reminds me of. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Um, 
And the, and it's, this is another one where I don't know that there's anything it could have done to do to get higher. Like, I think for these types of films, it's hard to rate these over an eight for me in general. Um, yeah. They, yeah. I think that they it's do like. Dangerous one. Right. And I think it's like, it's just a, it is what it is. And that's, that's all, you know, I don't know. So I just think that's like, whatever. So um, yeah. So unspoiled thoughts. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, the idea was really cool. I really, I could not figure out until, until things, until they're all at the table and things kind of start to hit the fan. Mm. Um, I didn't realize, like, it, it took me a little bit to figure out exactly what was going on. So I liked that. Like, it was yes. not your normal, um, yeah. normal plot, predictable, that kind of thing. Um, I did enjoy that. There were some pretty entertaining kills for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, yeah. That just, oh my God, that got me. Um, and I mean, it was, it was a cool setting. It's, well, no, not quite. I was going to say it's almost like Clue on steroids or meth, but it's not quite the same, uh, same yeah. concept. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I like the idea and everything. It's just, it is so out of the norm for me to not, like, and I understood, like, you know, with Casper, like, what his situation was and that kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that I didn't, like, feel sorry for him to some extent. Um, but just for whatever reason, man, I just, I couldn't. Which is weird because I'm normally like over feeling when it comes to characters and I get so attached to everything else. So yeah. I just, I don't know what it was about this group, but for some reason I was just like, meh. Yeah. So that's the only reason I, I had to rate it lower because those are a big deal for me. But yeah, I mean, everything else was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think it's strengths are this this unique concept and i think the casting choices were perfect so i think the acting mm. really put this up there for me as far mm. as like believable um yeah and <clears throat> i think that I, I don't know. I think I feel like the the intensity that like I guess it's like I guess the pacing, the pacing like really got me invested in what was going on as far as like you know like trying to keep up with everything and following along and like you know all these things. And I think it's interesting because I think I went into it thinking it was one thing very specific, and then of course being wrong and finding out it was actually something else, right. but. I don't know. I liked um, this like commentary on human behavior. It's like from all these different perspectives of the kids who want to get out of their shit lives. Right. Um, yeah. You know, there's <clears throat> a teenage pregnancy. That's not a spoiler. The the kid who's trying to take care of his parent that the parent can't take care of themselves. Um, and, and then you've got these, these rich people with these rich people problems. Cause the reality is, is like these kids do all these things that they do 
to survive. And then you've got these other people who are true monsters that have the means to survive, like that are just, you know, right. having fancy dinner parties to celebrate what they're celebrating. Right. And it's, I just like, yeah. it's like this huge social commentary on like these rich people doing and saying whatever they want and living this life it is like this sense of like, where they're naive and they're like, Oh, you know, like, woe is us for having these problems. Like, it's just a very interesting, yeah. like movie about like social status. And it, it was really interesting in that regard. <clears throat> uh. And, um, and yeah, I don't, um, like I said, I don't think there's anything it could have done to have been rated higher. I think what it did, it did well. Um, which is why I was perfectly fine rewatching it. Cause I really liked the movie. Yeah. This, it could be one that I try to watch again later. Don't mind my dog tearing my house down. Um, and see, like, if things hit any differently. Yeah, um, they don't spend a lot of time getting you invested. It's kind of quick. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, but also, like, with with the time that it takes to get through everything else, like, it makes sense that that mm -hmm. it moves at that quicker pace too so sure yeah okay that's probably all i hey. can say it's unspoiled yeah. yeah yeah i agree um so we're gonna go into spoilers i feel like i have to officially say that just in case um yeah so <laughs> yeah so our movie starts out with this like beautiful house and this slow motion angelic music, you know, as we're introduced to the, a couple of people in our rich world, right? Like the, yeah, the family, the, the wife cutting up whatever she's cutting up and the, the son outside lifting weights and the daughter coming up from the pool and living their best life. And she takes her sunglasses off and she starts her face slowly shifts from this like happy face to this like not so happy face and then like that scene ends and mm. then we go into our three other main characters which is um dodge casper and uh iris iris that's the one who are um have this whole thing together about breaking into houses and stealing money basically yeah and then i mean they're for being their age, I mean, they they had it pretty well down to a science, man. Yeah, she pulls out pamphlets for distractions as to why the car is in front of this better off looking house because the car is beat up. And they're obviously from like the quote unquote other side of the tracks. And so they're in yeah. this like a relatively nicer neighborhood. And this is the house that they're going to the boys break into. And she's outside with pamphlets about the rainforest, which was really funny to me. <laughs> which I, I thought that was brilliant because yeah. especially me it's like it's like walking through the mall and you're passing the kiosks you're like don't make eye contact don't make yes. eye contact don't make eye contact like <laughs> that was such a great way to <laughs> try and like divert attention from what's going on in this house because that's so effective <laughs> like that works like that's a proven method because like every time you oh, see God, I do yeah. the same thing I'm like oh like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Suddenly get busy. Suddenly get busy. <laughs> I know. But the ASPCA is like, do you want to save animals? I'm like, I have rescues at home. And it's like, you know, yeah, right. 
<laughs> exactly. Like I would love to save them all, but I don't have money. I love what you do, but you just want money that I can't give you. And you just like, you yeah. <laughs> not that that's exactly. not a great cause. It is, but I, I'm not going to be able to give them what they're looking for. So I have to keep it moving. But yeah, like the rainforest yeah. thing is so funny to me. So then what's his name? Uh, so Cas so Casper does his little, um, he has that device or whatever that he puts in his ear. He waits for the rotation for the thing to turn off the alarm. Um, then what I thought was really funny was when Dodge changes the lock that he drills, he drills the lock and then he replaces it. Yeah. That was, was, like, that man, was look at these, man, like, yeah, they were, you can tell they were <laughs> like, right. They were hardcore. They knew what they were doing. And then it's also funny because when when Casper goes and he finds the safe in this house, he looks through their paperwork and finds dates. And it just goes to show you, like, that's so true. How many times oh, have our pins or our passwords been related to birthdays and names? And, like, it's just, it was just so, that whole scene was just really funny. And then, um, of course, yeah. like, the people come home. And, um, mm -hmm. she's like, oh, hey, I'm here for the rainforest. And, you know, like, she sees them pull coming up. So she goes to knock on the door to like, let the guys know, but also to look like she's there to talk about the rainforest. So she talks to this yeah. guy and they're both complete assholes to her. They're like, Oh, here's 20 bucks. Don't ever come here again. You know? Yeah. And she's like, Oh, yeah. do you want to sign up for my newsletter? <laughs> like every conversation nobody wants to have. Yeah. Just to make it awkward. The guys get out by the skin of their fucking teeth. And they get away and they make $234 a piece. Which is pretty good take for, for that. Yeah. And the family is none the wiser other than the money's missing, but there's no proof of breaking and entering. Yeah. Which <laughs> I can only one. imagine what kind of, what kind of arguments that led to. Like, obviously nobody broke in. I didn't take it. Who took it? Yeah. And now he's like, yeah, that's true. And it's like, well, how did you even know the, the code to my safe? I didn't even know you had a safe. Like, oh, it's a conversation yeah. for a lot of other things. Um, yeah. So, this is, so after this, they go to the park and they're talking about this is when we learn that Iris is pregnant with Dodge's child. And they're all trying yep. to talk about all this money they want to make to be able to get out of the town to like go survive and not be here anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, this is the first mention of this house that Iris does catering for. Yeah, the fancy rich people and yeah, and she's like from the start telling them like a security system is crazy. Like, don't bother. There's no point. We, we can't, can't do, do this. this. Yeah, and then um, Casper goes home to find their place ransacked, and his dad is missing. Um, and he knows immediately where to go, um, which yeah. I thought this was going in a weird direction at first, too. I didn't really understand what was happening because then he goes to like a strip club and I was like, I'm confused. Like, <laughs> but then yeah. so he continues to walk in the back. He sees his dad. His dad's getting beat up, who apparently is played by Bill Engvall. And um, <laughs> well, just... it's weird. Get what the heck? Yeah. Um. So, and, and his dad, we find out that his dad has a gambling problem and his dad owes these people 10 grand. And prior to this, we learned that Casper doesn't eat, he barely has like a thousand dollars saved from their casings and stuff that they've done. Um, yeah. And so 
in order to save his dad, he tells the guy, I'll get, I can get you the money. I'll get you the money. I'll get you the money. Don't kill him. I'll get you the money. Just keep him here. And he's like, well, if you don't, he's like, well, if I don't, then you kill him. Right. So, and then he's like, to make a point, the loan shark goes over and cuts one of his dad's fingers off. Uh, yeah. That made me cringe. Ugh. The gadget. Oh, <laughs> the little thing. Yeah. He has, I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh no, that's for fingers. I just knew he was yeah. going to use it to get his finger off. What is that for originally? Cigars? Do they have like, yeah. I turned my head real quick. Um, I feel like it had to be like a special blade to cut through. You know what? I'm not going to break it up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So he's like, so this is, so he calls Dodge and, um, and Iris and tells them like, this is what we have to do. And he's like, yeah. we need to be able to do this. And she's like, it would take us two weeks minimum to even be able to make a plan to rob this place. Like, you know, because it's like a fortress. Mm -hmm. And um, he's like, he's like, I know he's like, a what is he? He's like, I know he's got a problem. He's like, but he's still my dad. It's like, and, yeah. and they're all really good friends, obviously. So she eventually caves and is like, fine. So she mm -hmm. takes them with her to this house to do the catering for this dinner event. Yeah. And it was kind of weird for me, like, I mean, I laugh because they get there and, you know, the the mother is horrified at how they're dressed and like she's hysterical sending them <laughs> off to get better clothes. Um, and I was kind of put off, like, because then they show her in the kitchen with Iris and she is like the mom looks like she's a wreck. Like she's kind of teary eyed. Like you just can't. You can't so place exactly what she's thinking or feeling. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Well, and then because um, too, we meet the husband and when mm -hmm. he comes in, there's this immediate presence, this shift. And she almost looks scared. Yeah. But I, I yeah, think we learn later kind of why she looks like that. But at the start, you don't really understand. Yeah. I just kind of assumed that it was going to be, it was something that was super important to her husband. And she was just like a nervous wreck trying to make sure that everything went well. That was, that was my assumption. Yeah. And I think later, or my we guess, learned, I guess at that point. Yeah. And I think later we learned that really, I think what she was worried about was everybody doing what they were supposed to be doing. And yeah. I don't think she, she and not doing what they shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Right. Well, she didn't look to me like she trusted these these folks to keep up with what they're supposed to be keeping up with. Like she seemed very um on edge about on this edge. like having people there and like what that could mean. Like she seemed that to me later on that's what I got out of it was that that was what she was actually worried about. Yeah. And then I kind of wondered, too, because, like, the guests are all coming in, and there's the girl that's with Milo, and she, like, looks at them as she walks past and says, help me, or mouths the word, help me. And, yeah, I was like, has she been kidnapped? Like, is this a trafficking thing? Like, yeah, they did a WTF. good job with little nuances like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely did. 
Um, yeah, and then I, well, we and we meet the son. Mm-hmm. Elliot. I didn't skip that part. Yeah, when she takes the, when uh, yeah, the daughter uh, takes them upstairs to get clothes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she takes them up to change. Alexis. Alexis is the daughter. Mm-hmm. Alexis takes um, our two boys up to get a change of clothes um, while Iris goes in to help um, Mrs. Dawson in the kitchen. And um, while they're up there, she takes them to meet um, Casper and Alexis kind of have this moment where he's like looking at her like, you know, ooh, la, la. but they meet the brother, Elliot, and Elliot is um uncomfortable like he makes me uncomfortable pretty much from the beginning oh yeah like he just i guess i have to say even though i didn't particularly get invested in anybody they did a really good job of making you not like them the ones that you're not supposed to like you don't like um there's definitely no no doubt about that one so i i will i do have to give that yeah. Well, because um, then this is when yeah. Elliot and uh, Dodge have their first like little moment because he's like he refers to Iris as a sweet hole, and uh, yeah, Dodge is like, uh, "The fuck did you just say?" <laughs> right. Which also tells you exactly what you need to know about Elliot too. Like, yeah. she's not a person to him. She is an item to be used for whatever right. needs to be used for. And yeah. that is, that's exactly what they're, they're aiming for at that point. So yeah, they do. a They nail that one pretty good. Yeah. Elliot's a sociopath. Oh, a thousand he- percent. He has no connection to anything. Like even even his parents. Like I think the only moment he listens to his parents is out of fear, not because he loves them and respect. You know what I mean? Like there's this weird like yeah. He's a hundred percent a sociopath. So, um, yeah. So we get um the dinner kind of starts going, and this is when um the as everyone's sitting down to have the dinner that is when casper and dodge start doing their thing they go off to try to because casper found the safe when he was changing and they found the control room dodge is going to go in the control room do his thing to make it work so that they can get away with this and and he's going to go take care and uh, casper's going to go take care of the safe um yeah and they and the whole the whole plan around it was to make Iris look completely oblivious to any of it, so that if anything happened, she would be good to go. And they could just take the fall. Yeah. Yeah. She even tells Which, her that they're new, that they're new people, that she doesn't know them, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which was, you know, nice on their part. Although yeah, they're not the worried. sociopaths She's like, I don't story, want so. half a baby in jail. And he's like, no, if anything happens, we'll take the fall. And she's just like, oh, thanks. Leave me alone out here with a baby. <laughs> yeah, right. So much better. And, um, and yeah, so anyway, so they, so when this gets going, 
before all this is when they're like out back partying and all that, like kind of the pre-dinner stuff. So, you know, you see the guys are like doing cocaine in one of the bedrooms and, you know, they're, they're obviously like these entitled obnoxious assholes who don't give a shit about anybody. Yeah. They don't give a shit about anybody beyond what that person can do for them or provide for them. And right. Exactly. That is, that is it. Right. So then we have Dodge gets busted coming out of the control room by Elliot. Mm-hmm. He pretends that he um, he's like, oh, I was looking for the bathroom. I guess I had the wrong door. And Elliot's like, oh, it's over here. I'll show you. And so in he his goes, super creepy way. Yeah, Elliot's super creepy in general. Like everything he says is very ominous. Like unsettling. You can tell there's no emotions at work there. He gives no fucks. Yeah, and so. Um, he goes and they, they walk towards the bathroom together. Dodge goes in, but Elliot won't leave. He puts his foot in the door to prevent the door from closing. And he closes on this foot like twice. And then he comes in, he closes the door and he's like, um, you going to watch me go to the bathroom. And he's like, yeah, you've been naughty. Think of me like your PO you've been, you know, naughty. So I'm, I'm like, fuck, he knows exactly where you just came from. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny because my first thought in the seat, like, trying to figure out what like Dodge is thinking at this point. Like another dude follows you into the bathroom and said, won't leave and says he has to watch you pee. Cause he's like your parole officer. Like my first thought was, Oh my God, he's like trying to role play with this dude. And <laughs> well, what's going to happen here. Before so, I knew the secret, my first thought was he was just wanting to fight, just mess with him about Iris some more because that had been this ongoing thing. So I mm. thought he was just like, just a, a bully. Like he's just trying to like start a fight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they're all like, um, super, um, you said this earlier about the other two guys, super like, um, not I'm elite. Not What's the word? Like entitled i think yeah yeah so they're all they're all like super entitled and elliot comes off that way as well like that's not like a you know he's very much a you know whatever yeah um yeah so he asked to see dodge's hand and he's like no and so he reaches for it and they kind of tussle for a second back where he's like let go my hand let go my hand let go my hand and then all in the blink of an eye he grabs dodge's hand pulls his giant ass knife out of his back pocket and cuts his hand off at the wrist and this was definitely like a, oh, well. <laughs> Didn't Not see that one coming. Or as far as a film that I thought I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is at the same time that this is happening. I can't remember if I already said this or not. But at the same time this is happening, we're getting the flashes back at the dinner table where they're talking mm, yeah. about their like addiction. And then it's when the mother speaks, Roxanne, Miss Dawson, when she speaks and she's talking about her feelings on her sobriety that's when you make the connection i feel like this is after the hand has been cut and she says something very specific and you're like he's a bunch of murdering people in this house (laughs) and it makes sense too because she had given some little speech earlier when they first got there and she was like oh yeah i was running and i saw a man laying on the side of the road and was drunk and i just walked away and that was the end of it and like when she first tells that story you're like what 
I'm sorry, was there a point to this? Like, well, see, I immediately thought she meant because she has money, she could have helped him. And I think that was why they chose for her to say that specific thing, because you really aren't going to immediately go, she meant kill him. You'll like, but then you go back and watch it a second time and all these little things you're like, okay, you know? Yeah. That makes sense now. Yeah. And so, um, so he dumps Dodge's body in this like amazing bathtub. Oh, so jealous. I know. Not that I want to be dead in a bathtub, but. No, I feel like you don't enjoy it the same if you're not alive. You know, I, I'm inclined to believe you. I would, <laughs> I would agree on that. Yeah. So he, um, and he, I mean, it's like, he literally, like he unleashed the beast. Oh, like, he, he goes over town. And he takes that, whatever it is. I, I say it's a knife. I think it's a big knife. It, you know, it's it, reminds me, it reminds me of, kind of, um, Crocodile Dundee that like because <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make thing of but he just like goes to town on his head like he is like chopping away at this oh yeah face blood splattering everywhere like he clearly got everything that he could out of that murder <laughs> uh yeah and around this same time they have tripped the alarm which I think is what makes um, them jump up and Patrick goes upstairs checks the control room. And then he sees on the camera, he sees Elliot follow Dodge into the bathroom. And he's, and he's like, like, oh, shit. Oh, no. And so he comes out and he goes over. And by this time, the mom has come up and slowly people are starting to kind of come up from downstairs. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I died. Hold on. Mm-hmm. A lot of drainage today. So I'm like, ugh. Ruh, ruh, raggy. Yeah. So anyway, so they, um, so he's like calling out to Elliot and he's like, come here, come out here. Like, please come out here. Like this, like very nice fatherly, like come out son, you know, yeah. so Elliot comes out and he's covered in blood. And this, this part did kind of make me laugh because the way they treat him is like, they're talking to a kid who accidentally peed his pants at school. Yes. Like, <laughs> It's what okay. You- Just come out. We'll deal with it. And it him. Well, because yeah. in the Patrick's mind, he knows. He's like, oh, no. And yeah. it doesn't tell us how long everyone has been sober from killing. It's only the mother, I think, that it says explicitly six years. I don't, I don't remember sure. So that um, that girl that came in with them that was with uh, Milo, I, she oh, she also yeah. had gone into um, into the kitchen. kitchen where Iris is. And at first, like I was like, "What is this girl doing?" I thought she was going to tell her because you know she says what she says to Dodge earlier. Oh I was yeah, expecting her to like. Yeah, I was expecting her to say something, but she doesn't. And so when the alarm goes off it kind of makes Iris leave the kitchen and that girl's still in the kitchen. Mm. Now everybody's kind of coming up, but like by the time, so the mom like freaks out, she's super pissed. Milo's like, you've got to be kidding me. Everyone else. It's almost like watching. um, I don't know what animal to describe them as, but it's like watching these animals smell blood and like react. Like they're all like kind of all of a sudden they all look very antsy. Yeah. And, Um. um, he comes when he comes out of the bathroom. What we didn't re- realize is that he has Dodge's hand in his hand. Yeah. So by the time 
by the time Iris gets upstairs, he takes the hand and he waves it at her. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh. Insult to injury at that point. Yeah. Hey, sorry. Not only did I kill him, but hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And so um, when she reacts to the scene, that's when Casper comes out of a bedroom across the hall. Yeah. And but it's I like, think, yeah, they get they're separated at first though, because he he ends up going back into that room mm-hmm. and locking the door and, and locking the door, and then Iris ends up being bothered by the other boys downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Um. This was just like panic in the streets, like everybody's switch flips at the same time, and this poor dude. Well, not poor dude, but. Milo, who is clearly like the one that's in charge of it all and helping everyone maintain their sobriety, sure. is like trying to rein in all of these children who have been <laughs> through this program to mm-hmm. to stay away from the things that they're supposed to stay away from, and now all of a sudden nobody gives a fuck and they're going to do what they want and to hell with him. Yeah, so, yeah, the next couple of minutes are crazy. They're all running around. Milo's shouting and, like, you know, it's, like, <clears throat> all these things. And so when they're bothering the girl, um, she gets away. I don't remember how, though. I'm drawing a total blank. Um, uh, who was it that was going? I think Milo distracts them or, like, knocks somebody in the back of the head and she takes off and then they take off after her. Yeah. The guitar guy dies first or well, not first next. He dies next. And then, um, Milo is like, he, he's like, he loses, he he snaps Mm -hmm. and goes off and grabs, um, his cane. Yeah. He has his cane and he just, who is he beat up? Um, one of the entitled the boy, the one with the long hair, hair, longer hair. Yeah. Um, Cause he's on top I mean, of Casper at that point. Like that's right. Beating the so, shit out of him. Yeah. And so he gets, um, so he kills him brutally with his cane and then he stands up and he's like covered in blood and he's like, no more killing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it's just like, it reminds me of that scene from the first Purge movie where she takes that lady's head and she like bashes her face into the table and she says, no more violence or something. Oh like, yeah. For the end of the movie. That's like my favorite scene. Yeah. Um, that is, from that, that movie. Is a good one. Yeah. Um, and so. Then I yeah. believe it's the dad who kills Milo. Who kills Milo. And it's just a free-for-all at that point. Everybody's running for whatever weapons they can find. And um, yeah. it just it just goes nuts. There's no rain in anybody in at that point. So then I think by now, uh, Alexis is helping Iris. Yeah, and well, and by this time, they've also discovered that the other girl that came in with Milo has slit her wrist in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she clearly was... I I would like to know 
what her situation was. Like, if she was supposed to be a student or... Because I feel like she could have hauled ass or tried to haul ass with everybody else, depending on what her game or what her goals were. But. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell. Um, best I can think of is she maybe actually wasn't a murderer. It kind of does leave it open like she's there as a something else. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah so, like, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. So, I mean, and then, I mean, there's a little, there's a few things back and forth. The mom argues, um, Mrs. Dawson argues with Patrick, and um, is basically like, "I've been sober for six years," and he's like, "You still are." Like, you know, he's like, just kind of matter of fact, because one of the things he had said to Milo before he shot him, he's like, "These kids can't leave this house," and Casper yeah. has requested at this point a hundred thousand dollars, and Milo was gonna give it to him. Yeah, keep his mouth shut and yeah. And um, so yeah, so now we have yeah, so Elliot, the little redheaded guy, Casper, Iris, Patrick, and Mrs. Dawson are all still present. And oh, and Alexis, and Alexis has she gets a hold of um, she has Iris and Casper, and she's trying to help them because she doesn't really want anything to do with her family. Yeah. Um, and so this is when she takes them into this room. With, with all the souvenirs for the trophies. Yeah, a different kind of red room from Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I like this one better, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I had to choose. Yeah, so. And they go in and... um. They had mentioned that they put someone in the basement earlier, but I actually thought it was a dog. The well, way he said he, it. He tells them it's a dog. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's like, oh, Mickey's a dog. And they're like, oh, okay. And he's not. He is a sibling. See, in this and part, I thought this part was kind of dumb. I'm not going to lie. I think the reason it probably came across as dumb is because it didn't last long enough and it was too easy to get rid of the problem. So yeah. they build this moment up a lot. He's like got the music box and he goes, I left him. I forgot that I lo- that he's down there. And Elliot gives him this like side smirk. Yeah. And then the music plays and everyone's like, no. Oh my God. No. You know, please. No. And yeah. it just shows this like, um, you know, like, um, he's basically like deformed, deformed and like giant listening to this like music. And it's like a trigger, I guess. And it's also weird of all things. You're going to pick like a music box to set this dude off. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with that part. I I think like the point is it had to be something small and concise that he could control. Cause I'm sure Patrick is the reason that that music sets him off. Oh, probably. And, and so he, uh, so he like does this and this, this brother of Alexis, she stands in front of the two, she stands in front of Iris and uh, Casper and Casper like puts her arm down because he's at this point got that sword. Mm -hmm. And, um, and his, and so when this character, this Mickey character like comes running out, he goes ham for like a couple minutes and it's like kind of intense, but then Casper kills him. After he's had just enough time to kill Iris. Oh, yeah. He takes a big chunk out of Iris. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. So that, like, I felt it was 
for the way they hyped it up, it was very anticlimactic. Like, yeah, it's too short. Like that's it. It was too short. So yeah, it should have been a longer scene, I think. But so yeah, yeah but so they get to um, but that's what happens with that. So they either should have left that alone and killed Iris another way, or they should mm -hmm. have extended that scene a little bit because building it up to be this like, oh shit, like this is crazy. To me, biting her and killing her was no more grotesque than chopping off someone's hands. Like there was nothing yeah. more like, oh, about that. You know what I mean? And of any movie, this would be the easiest one to find another way to kill her. Like, <laughs> 100%. They didn't even need no to have that. Devices. Yeah. It just, it could have been done better if they were going to go yeah. that route. But, um, yeah, so. Uh, I'm trying to think. So, Patrick um, tries to come over the intercom and tell Alexis, basically, that she's got, like, one more chance to, like, stop helping them. Hmm. And um, they and she's just like, no, she like she's going to she's going to continue to help them. So she. Um, so our next big moment is they leave, they go, they're trying to leave. They're, they have to wait for the security system to like fix itself, because once it went off, it shuttered the house. Like you can't get out the windows, the doors like you're trapped inside. Yeah. The house. And um, like purge level security system. Yeah, which, I mean, for a house with very rich serial killers, I mean, if there was a burglar, they're probably just going to take care of it themselves. So that kind of makes sense. Right? It's more to um, keep the people who get in, inside. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, so Iris and, I mean, Iris, um, damn, Alexis and Casper are going to finally try to escape, and Patrick interferes. Yes. Right, they're, like, right at the door, I think. Yeah, they're, like, on their way out. And he shows up with a hatchet. Yeah. Um, and then Casper uh, disembowels him, which you see from behind as his intestines drop in front to of the him. floor. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think this is where they're like, ta-da! Happy ending! Here we go off into the sunset. Well, no, because after this is when they go outside and the redhead comes at them with a, an electric chainsaw. But isn't that like? Don't they set it up like they're they're escaping? Oh, I see what you're then, saying. And yeah. then the music cuts, and they're being chased. Yeah, yeah. And then and, um, chainsaw. Yeah, he comes out, and that part that part was like, <laughs> I kind of forgot about him. I'll be honest, I kind of forgot about him. But but yeah. he um he comes after them with that little chainsaw, and it doesn't go well. He ends up hurting himself, and then it falls. It goes up, and it falls down, and cuts and like like ruins him. It was almost um, like slapstick humor at that point. <laughs> I've seen like, another movie like that where like the chainsaw gets dropped or something and somebody like falls on it. Like I've seen that before. Mm. What have I seen? Oh, you know what it is? I think that's in the first hostel. I think oh, the wow. guy the guy doing the torture slips on the blood on the floor and lands uh, on a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I know what you're talking about. I didn't like hostile, but anyway, um, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. So, or that part, so I was like, I've seen this before. And so, yeah, so they get, they get through that. And then all you hear is like all out of literally nowhere, Elliot, like comes out of nowhere. And then they're like passed out or they're like passed out, and both waking out. Huh? Yeah. And then he knocks them both out. Oh yeah. Knocks them both out. And when they come to, they're tied in these chairs over the pool. Mm -hmm. And he's got it set up so that 
they they each have a knife and there's each they each have a rope to cut Mm -hmm. and whoever cuts their rope is going to be dunking the other person into the water and basically drowning them because they're tied to the chair and elliot i almost called him patrick um elliot tells him if neither one of them cut the rope he's just going to kill them both so it's like kill or be killed and this was this part was crazy to me because like she he's yeah she cuts the rope yeah after this whole i don't want to be like them i don't want to be like them yeah doing whatever she can to avoid having to kill somebody and she's like well sorry motherfucker you sucks to suck which yep. is dumb, because let's be real, Elliot was going to kill her anyway. I don't buy for one second he would have let either of them walk away, regardless of the decision made. Yeah, no. Because he wasn't going to let Casper leave after everything he saw. That just wasn't going to be a thing. Yeah, so, and um, how she, like, effectively betrayed them. No, He's like, he no. wasn't going to let either of them leave, but she did. She, yep, she cut the, the thing, the whatever, and then he cut, and then he lets, and then Elliot lets her go in the water. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you see is Elliot being, how does she do it? He, she stabs him. Stabs in the him. Throat, the I think. And then you see him. him. He falls in the pool. She yeah. goes in and saves these two just in the nick of time. And yeah. drags them out. They're all out. And she asks him, she asks Casper, how much is it going to take for you to just walk away from this? And he tells her $100,000. And one of your cars. And one of your cars. <laughs> and she says, Okay. And then we get this weird shot of um, Elliot, like, does the whole slasher thing and, like, comes out of the water. Yeah. Like, he's still without, alive. Without dolphining, like Leatherface. Yeah, that's forever ingrained in my brain. <laughs> um, oh, and very important thing to mention is that when they're both, when Alexis and Casper are in the chairs, like, getting ready to dunk, he's like, you know, one of you... What is it? One of you is going to regret this decision. The other one's going to realize how much they like to kill or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, that little bit that he does. Quit your fussing. Come here. Which is interesting because you know what I think that means? I think the regret is Iris and the enjoyment is Casper mm-hmm. based on how the movie ends. Alexis, you mean? I mean, damn it. Yes, Alexis. <laughs> they made their both yeah. of the damn main girls end in IS. I keep messing it up. I know. Well, I think that's why, like, the ending is why they put that. It's, like, foreshadowing, it's for foreshadowing. sure. So, so it, so they finally, Elliot's officially dead now. They get up. They, he and um, Alexis yes. <laughs> have this cute little, like, moment of, like, mm-hmm, you know, whatever. And yeah. never mind the fact that she was about to let his fucking ass drown. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. We, you know, men say, I like him crazy. That's the epitome of crazy is I'm going to let you drown. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so he goes out in the car with the bag full of money. And I thought it was interesting that they made a point to zoom in on the money on top of the bag. Like we didn't already know what was in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait, so, and wait, just wait, in case you forgot, not- there's a lot of money in this bag. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, and so then he takes off in this car. Very nice car. Anyway, so and, right, so he goes back to the strip club to save his dad. Yeah, and it's a it's a funny comparison between the first time when he's like kind of skulking in and like won't make eye contact, huh? Won't yeah, make eye contact. <laughs> no eye contact. Super uncomfortable. You can tell he doesn't want to be there. 
yeah. This time. <laughs> yeah, this time he's going yeah. everyone. Yeah. Literally anybody that gets in his way. He's like, oh, slice. Yep. Yep. And he um so he kills the bouncer. He goes in and the um the lone shark is like getting head while his dad's like bleeding out on the couch or whatever. Yeah. And That's um awesome. And so he, and then he kills him and then he gets his dad and he, that's like how the movie ends. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> one of them decided that they really wanted to kill. <laughs> he was like, man, like, I, I don't know. I liked that part. I like the fact that he was like, he, he was like, damn, if I've survived this, why not? I mean, I feel like that's a, that yeah. is, I don't, I don't think everybody has that in them, but I do believe that humans are capable of getting to this place where they're like, fuck it. And they just, you know, cause he is, and he says, he's like, you know, he's a piece of shit, but he's my dad. Like he loved his dad. He very much wanted to save him. Yeah. And I think that that's a big motivator to steal. But then you add in the fact that you just faced off with all these serial killers, you made it out virtually unhurt magically. And then like, yeah. you're like, fuck it. Oh, absolutely. Like, what do I have to lose at this point, bro? Exactly. And so that was how our movie ended. Yeah. What would you change? Yeah, I think... Uh, I think... One of the biggest things for me... If they could have found... I don't know. It's hard to say, like, if they could have made somebody more relatable. But at the same time, most of them are serial killers. So how do you make that relatable? I told... Um, I told JR that you did not connect to the people and he was actually surprised by that as well. Yeah. I mean, that, that is a random thing. There's usually at least one person like good yeah. or bad. Casper, where I'm like, Casper oh, was man. the one person. He was the one yeah. that I cared about. And I oddly was mm -hmm. glad the mom came to the rescue at the end. Like I, I was, I was good. I was like, yeah. you know, cause like she's trying to do good. She didn't kill that homeless guy, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so I think, I mean, other than the character thing, the the next biggest one on the list is that whole Mickey scene. Like, live yeah, up to the hype to. and just get rid of it. Yeah. Um, it just, that was, it was a huge letdown because, I mean, honestly, he didn't look all that scary. He kind of looked like that dude from the Goonies. And, um. Slot. I can't remember what his name is. I haven't seen that movie Slot. in forever. Yeah. Um, so he kind of looked like him. And he really wasn't all that difficult for them to take down. So. Yeah, I it was definitely super like they built up for nothing. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, there were some funny lines. There were, yeah. you know, some kills that were pretty ironic and entertaining and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, the, the characters were just, it doesn't happen very often. So I'm, I'm still kind of surprised myself, but yeah, that and that and the Mickey scene are definitely what I would. Yeah. I think the Mickey scene would change. And then I think the chaos at the end, um, could have probably played out a little differently. It could have been a little better, but otherwise, I, li I like this movie a lot. I think it's super fun. It's a very unique take on a slasher. So I'm with you on the Mickey thing. Either either they should have yeah. either extended it and had him do way more damage. 
kill Alexis, mm. kill, like change the whole ending, kill Alexis, kill Iris, brutally wound Casper. And then finally he gets killed or something like it should have just either been taken out or extended, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been, been good. But yeah, because I mean, it is a cool premise. Like, it's not one that you come across every day. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's our breakdown for um, Monster Party. Monster Party. It's a Shutter exclusive, but it's not on Shutter anymore. <laughs> you can watch it for free on Plex or you can rent it. It is a good movie. I like it. It's a very different style of slasher. Very, very similar. It's like a more serious version of Fish's Fun, but I really liked it a lot. So um, Tasha and I will be back next Saturday yeah. with, I believe we are doing Fire in the Sky. And yeah. good old 90s. Mm -hmm. Aliens. We need to get back to it. So um, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a great week coming up. And Tasha and I will see you in the next one. Bye.